pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, welcome to One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. Is it? Oh De- yeah, it's definitely, still is. Definitely still is. Europe's as well. Still not sure about the world. Did you ever Africa. chase that up? How, how, are we, how are we doing in Africa, Anne? Um, we're doing really well there. Yeah. We're number one. In Africa? Well, we, if you include that in Europe. Is that colonial? <laughs> Sorry. Exactly, yeah. uh, we are a video game radio show. For the next hour, we will be presenting the best in video game radio, which is to say we have a whole slew of features. What's the matter with you today? Enthusiasm. Yeah, where did this come Sorry. from? I'm just trying to pick up my game. We've only got three episodes left of the Uh-oh. season. And then who knows whether we'll be coming back. Dramatic plot twist, twist this evening. Well, I know, because I just talked to... I just had a meeting with Resonance's programme controller about that. Yeah, so. I, I, I suggested to him during our chat that he had a quick catch-up with you. Yeah, and how, how did your chat with uh, Resonance go? Rich. What, what's his name? Rick. Um, really good. Really good. Yeah. Did you get the... Uh, did you get the pay rise you're asking for um no uh pay decrease really yeah you is must it, be pleased it's, it's performance related is it uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you owe resonance money hey simon guess what hey what derek's gonna be on the show later shut up he submitted another free market economy we also have the return of dr avatar excellence I, I, uh, we met him at the christmas party didn't we he we wasn't did? how I imagined. No. Really? He's quite a looker, wasn't he? Yeah. And it's of a girl's point of view? Yeah. What score? What, how would you mark him? Seven out of ten. Mm. Mm. What, Interesting. What else we got? Uh, we have Weeka Wikiwawa. Oh, good. I know. Yeah. Oh, good. And we have uh, possibly one other feature, but if we are going to play that, and I don't want to spoil it now, maybe we'll save it for later in the season. Tease no? it. Tease it. Steve. Do you know what else we've got? Um, tell me what else we've got. We're joined once again by another very special guest. Oh, no, oh, not no, again, not, not again, again. No. seriously. It's Daryl Cavell from uh, your editor in chief of GamingUnion.net. Yes, oh, yes, yes, I am. You need to show, you need to update your email address instantly. I do. It just says editor. Oh, oh, oh dear. Yeah. What's the difference between an editor in chief and an editor? 
Well, an editor just does things in general. His editor-in-chief oversees all the editors. What's an editor-at-large? It's just Someone an out of control. One. <laughs> That's what you used to be, Steve, wasn't it? Editor I was editor-at-large for a while uh, of Edge Magazine. It just sounds quite... Um, uh, quite redundant. Quite redundant. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we're John Madal. We'll be catching up with him later. But uh, should we start the show as we always do? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Anne. Pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. It's 7.04 on Monday the 18th of January. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Former EA executive Mitch Lasky has laid into his old company following its decision to lower financial forecasts for the year. He said on his blog that the company is in the wrong business with the wrong cost structure and the wrong team and picked on John Riccatello quite a lot too. EA's communication boss Jeff Brown responded with that cutting smackdown, Mitch needs to try decaf. Oh Mitch, you shouldn't have dissed EA on the internet. Surely your mama taught you better than that. Didn't we have an EA slagging off story last week? Yeah, Anne was slagging off EA last oh, week, wasn't yeah. she? Do you remember? Catching, isn't it? <laughs> mm. uh, do you think they're in the wrong business, Anne? Well, n- no. They make games, <laughs> and so they should probably... Electronic arts. So, <laughs> pro- probably the right business, I'd say. Right. Right, right team? Are they? Do they have the wrong team? Uh, that's what he thinks, because he went for Riccatello's job, didn't he? he? Didn't get it. Didn't get it. No, apparently mm. three years ago. Let it go, mister. Let it go. <laughs> Still angry. Uh, yeah, and uh, they responded today, didn't they? You obviously wrote this yesterday, did you? No, I said they no because they, they responded. They, okay, can, you, can you recall what they came back with? Not with just lay off the decaf. Uh, oh, um, well, they said basically it was a long time ago. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> Everybody respond. Um, it was you shouldn't uh, respond going, like that. Well, too. since you were at the company, they invented oh, the iPhone. Yeah. And oh yeah, that was the other one. If and Facebook were... became. Exactly, yeah. So if you were, if you know, obviously EA's just heard this and is really yeah. upset, you know, if yeah. you were EA's best friend yeah. and you took them out for a glass of wine, <laughs> a glass of wine at a, at a wine bar yeah. and you were just trying to comfort them, what would you say to them? Say, uh, go around his flat and sew prawns into his curtains. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, that, that is how he's behaving. He's behaving yeah. like an ex, isn't he? And they've never got anything good to say about you. <laughs> So, <laughs> for obvious reason. Hugo Chavez, the president of Venezuela, has made his thoughts on video games known in his weekly radio TV show, Allo Presidente. To start, he said, these games they call PlayStation are poison. He then went on to say, they promote the need for cigarettes, drugs and alcohol so they can sell them, which you will know is true if you're at the Christmas party. And finally, he exclaimed, that's capitalism, the road to hell. One Life Left would totally love to have Hugo as a contributor if he came up with gems like that every week. That's, this is a new one. This is a new genre of stories for you. Yeah. Uh, political leaders slagging off video games. Well, n- not new. Well, I suppose we've got we plenty con- of leaders of countries. Oh, 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 leaders of countries, yeah. Using their TV slash radio show to slag off video games. I like the fact where, where he implies they're not actually called PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> they call these PlayStation. That, those games that they call PlayStation. They are poison. Mm? They are poison. Uh, Darren, <laughs> Darren, have you have you come across this chat before? I haven't, I'm afraid. Did you did, did you read his sentiments today or hear them? I haven't. This is the first I've heard of them. It's news. 
for the first time in a long time, oh, someone has been surprised by what you've said when you've opened your mouth. Yeah. So Sorry, did, Mum. Did, did that come from your ago? Uh, no. <gasps> What's happened? Okay, when is when is what can you say? When is Venezuela? Actually, he's got his own video game radio show. Is he? Some competition. Does, does he have his nine-year-old niece on there reviewing the games they call PlayStation games? <laughs> yeah, um, she's the one that's uh, hooked on cigarettes and drugs. Well, I wonder what the Venezuelan equivalent of Derek is. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, that, no, but they um, they don't like capitalism over there. Mm, he'll be a political prisoner. He would, wouldn't he? Do you know you can get five years in Venezuela for selling violent video games? Really? Yeah. Maybe we need to send Derek on a fact-finding mission. Ninted- Nintendo's Reggie Fulami has said that the Wii has a very long life in front of it. The family-oriented platform is planning to weather the Natal and One Storms by streaming Netflix videos and releasing Super Mario Gal- Galaxy 2, a plan that is sure to work. If that doesn't make you fall back in love with your Wii, you can do a Simon, wrapping it up in a plastic bag, putting it under the stairs and hoping it doesn't scream. I thought you threw it in a canal. Did I make that up? You were getting the contents of the bags confused. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> that was the other one. Uh, what was that? Films coming to Wii? Uh, in standard definition. In standard definition, yeah. What's yeah. the point of that, then? I did... Well, they said that a larger percentage are in standard definition anyway. What, of films? And Wii, Wii owners don't have HGTVs. <laughs> Is no. that it, What, they're not allowed no, them? They just said they don't have them. <laughs> there's no... Yeah, there's no point in them. They used to have them, but then the remote flew out of their hand. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and what was the other one, Super Mario Galaxy 2? When's that coming yeah, out? Yeah, um, this year. <laughs> this year? Yeah, yeah they it? said it was that and uh, Metroid. He was like, don't worry, um, people aren't buying the Wii anymore, but when these games come out, well... These games and all old films. Which yeah. are a first party as well. Yeah. They're going to really fly, those Wii. Is it true that people aren't buying the Wii anymore? Because I saw something on the internet that said loads of people bought a Wii They're just not year. buying it as much. And the third-party software sales have always been quite bad, except for, for breakout titles, which is why that you know publishers are starting to be go cold on it a bit. That's, yeah, but um, it was still the biggest selling console last year, wasn't it? Yeah, and, it sold three point eight million in America yeah, in December, exactly. and, and not 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 the ten million that Xbox sold in December, was it? No, <laughs> liars. <laughs> did we see the? Uh, did we all see the charts today? We did see the charts. Did and? we see the charts? Did you see the charts? <laughs> Come on, Anne, what's... Did I see the charts? Number one. <laughs> Number one. Did you see it? No, yeah. Amazing, yeah. isn't it? Have you, have you played so, it? Yeah, oh, God. What did, what did you think of it? Seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What was your favourite part of it? That bit where you go around. Oh, you or, do. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think Fern thinks of it? Oh, she loves it. And what about Willers? Holly Willers? Um, she is so happy about it. Um, <laughs> so a third, a, a third party, um, an Ubisoft uh, Wii title beating Modern Warfare 2, knocking oh, Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Well, to be fair, eventually it did, because that eventually, came in at yeah. the chart eight weeks ago. <laughs> I will sell more than, than Modern Warfare in one week, won't will I? You? Well, yeah, at one point it won't sell anything. And <laughs> Let us know when that happens. <laughs> will do. Okay. Um... <laughs> But yeah, no. I th- what I found most interesting about that was that do you know where Just Dance, Just Dance, which is the game we're talking about, Anne. Oh, is it? All formats number I l- one. I love. You mean? Dance. Oh, it is. Oh, yes. Um, do you know when that entered the charts? Yeah, eight weeks ago, number number hundred. Number hundred. I know. It's brilliant. That's amazing, isn't it? It's yeah. all because that Japanese uh, developer said he likes playing it. Is it? Mm. Which Japanese? So, I can't remember who it was, but he made really hardcore games, and he said he liked to relax playing Just Dance. Yeah. I I think it might be. 
Um, I think it's fancy advertising. Mm, and no. the sort of no. tenuous. Well, they did say that if Lady you don't Gaga. advertise, you don't sell anything. Well, that, yeah, but, yeah, it makes yeah. you wonder why they didn't advertise in the first place then. Or, or did you think they always had this sort of confidence in it? Do you, do you think? No, when, not at all. When they entered the chart, 100, they were like, <laughs> no, that's fine, fine, this is what we expected. <laughs> isn't, that what happens, isn't that what happens on the billboard chart? People just, they go in really low and then they work their way up to number one. Don't know. I'm sure they prefer to start at the top. Yeah. Yeah, and stay at number one. Yeah, but it yeah. doesn't feel as good then, does it? You've got oh. to work your way up. What did you think, Anne, about the fact they put a level where you have to dance in an airport in it? So <laughs> <laughs> it was controversial. The Ivan Novello Awards, which tell people what music is properly good, will have a Best Original Video Game score this year. That means that people in the music industry think people who make music for games have skills. The awards ceremony will be held on the 20th of May. Unfortunately, Elbow won two awards last year, so it's unlikely we can trust the outcome. So it doesn't tell people music that's... No, it tells, t- tells people it should be good. people music that Simon might buy on SingStar later <laughs> night when he's drunk. <laughs> I don't even think I'd, just, I'd I'd have to be unco- I'd have to be incapable of accessing the uh, SingStar in order to consider <laughs> buying Elbow. <laughs> That's how you'd know. So is, I thought the Ivan Novello Award was about songwriting. Yes, it is. That's what I said. Hmm. But it's, it's I, okay. But I thought. Sorry, I thought for some reason I thought it was more about the lyrics than the song. I'm wrong. Okay. No. Oh. Yeah. What are your favourite video game lyrics? Exactly, that's what I was saying, but I, clearly I'm wrong about this, about so we should it? just move on, I've been corrected. Um, if only I could recall some Parappa the Rapper lyrics. <laughs> Kick punch, it's, it's all in the mind. mind. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, my favourite from um, Parappa the Rapper is, um, my favourite from Parappa the Rapper is, uh, in the rain or in the snow, I got the funky flow, but now I've really got to go. It's what the frog sings when they're queuing outside the toilet cubicle and they're all a bit they need to go to the toilet parappa especially because he needs to impress sunny funny and also that's the music you walk on to isn't it <laughs> whenever you went to a bar when we're doing when we when we do the one life left cage fighting exactly. <laughs> um so do you think would leona lewis be up for this Anne? no because it's not original mm. what is cover version well is she it? didn't write it for the game no she oh, i know she never, didn't it was dreadful though wasn't it did you watch it the Final Fantasy, whatever, 13... There's, up, there's uproar about her single, though. Is there? Because, Why? Because Final, the music in Final Fantasy is a big part of it. Right. And they're just licensing another song. And they're not using the... Because what they would usually do is translate the Japanese song into English. Right. Which they're not doing. <sighs> I haven't played racist. it, but apparently that game's really bad. Is it? Uh, that's what one person on the internet yeah, said. The guy from that's Hong Kong. Enough. Yeah, exactly. He said it was the biggest sham in gaming history or something. That sounds, that sounds bad. That does sound bad. That is, <laughs> it sounds really bad. And, and this radio show is part of gaming history, so. Yeah. That's saying something. Well, let's see. Let's see. What are you doing? <laughs> just just taking uh, records. <laughs> And finally, despite EA saying publicly it would stick by Tiger Woods after his off-course indiscretions, somebody somewhere thinks it might not be such a good idea. An online survey survey found by Kotaku sees participants being asked, has the controversy made your impressions of EA Sports more or less favourable, or has it had no impact? Either way, EA should probably start thinking about how they're going to rate future Tiger Woods titles. Those 16 minigames are going to be quite racy. I was wondering what they're going to do about that, the Tiger Woods franchise. Oh, and now Anne's just told you, that, uh, through her news. <laughs> You're yeah. welcome. I was, I was wondering, thank you. <laughs> Publicly, EA is saying, it's fine, it doesn't matter, it's all about the golf with us. But then um, Kotaku found this uh, online survey where somebody said, 
has it has it impacted? Is it, is it right that they um, a question on that survey asked what, how you'd feel about a, a burnout being involved with Tiger Woods? <laughs> <laughs> I can see how they would almost, go together. Yeah, it's almost. Yeah, it's almost. I, I, I like it. Need for speed. Need for yeah. Uh, need um, for golf. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury. Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, and you know who this is, Simon? It's Saber Pulse. It's, it's Saber Pulse. sounds of Saber Pulse. Uh, this is Saber Pulse's new song. It's called Outbreak. Imagine dancing to this in a club. Wouldn't it be great? It was it would great. in Japan. Unfortunately, and in Nottingham. <laughs> obviously, it wasn't this we were dancing to. Because no, but imagine. Dancing bonkers, weren't we? This is brand new. This is brand new. Is it? Uh, when's it going to be available to buy? Hot off the chip. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. God, we're like the Zane Lowe of nerd music, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we are. We need to start putting exclusive we things. We take our shoes uh, off. Really? Does he do that? Broadcast without shoes. He's famous for it. <sighs> I just don't know. Does he have a Twitter? Probably. We have a Twitter, don't we, Anne? Yes. Where can you find it? Uh, Twitter.com. One Life Why one do life you life. have so much trouble with this? Because that's where it is. That's the address that you want me to give, isn't it? I know, but you always... Like you've forgotten what we yeah. are. How many what other radio we? shows do you do? Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Um, so, coming up later in the show, we will have Derek Williams, we will have Dr. Avatar, but right now... We've got Daryl! It's our interview segment, isn't it? I, th- I think it's awkward when you sort of frame it like that. I'm well, sorry. Yeah. Do you want me to unframe it? Well, I'll take it out and frame it. How <laughs> would you end up just kind of saying like what it is? Sorry, this, now we're going to talk to you in Darryl, questions what, and answers. Yeah, exactly. Darryl, what, why do you think you're suitable for the job? Sorry, I thought framing things is nice. <laughs> How do you put your pictures on the wall? Posters. 
Yeah, they are more post. Right. <laughs> I have to, you have to remove the staples from their stomachs. Okay. Well, please welcome the centerfold section. Daryl, Daryl, you're from GamingUnion.net. Yes. That's about good. that. It's a reasonably new website, isn't it? It is. We only launched in April of 2009, so we haven't been going as long as many of the established websites out there, which have been going for over 10 years in some cases. So what, what took you so long? Um, I had to actually know what to do. Really? Yeah. So you decided to launch it, because it's, it's, your, it's your website, isn't yes. it? Yes. And uh, you, there's a colleague as well, is that right? Yeah, it's split between here and Canada. Right. Wow. Global. Yes. Uh, so you decided this was what you want to do, but sat, sat, sat around... Well, I, I was doing a degree in computer science, and I wanted to originally get into game, game design, game programming, and I realised that was too much work. <laughs> so <laughs> then uh, when I was trying to learn... Um, Program, different programming languages to find a job in that area I started just making websites about games again and uh, kind of led from there so I started off making a few small fan sites again and then I met some people in, the guys in Canada and we decided that we might as well just try and make a proper publication Right, and so uh, you started in April and how, how's, it, how's it been going? It's going really quickly right. I, um, literally straight after that we went to E3, took five guys there That's a great, that's, a, that's your first business decision yeah. Right, let's start a website. Now let's go to E3. <laughs> and let's take five guys. <laughs> yeah. Was it difficult getting in? Um, we thought it was going to be really difficult because we I had no expectations whatsoever. We were just kind of taking things as we went. I mean, like, uh, we, we used to run an Insomniac fan site and we got mentioned on their podcast and we were just like, oh my God, we got mentioned on their podcast. <laughs> but now it's kind of, it's just, take things as they go, I guess. Um, we were really lucky. We got, like, really got really good interviews at E3 as well. We interviewed, like, Todd Howard. Right. And um, Brian Algria about Ratchet and Clank, so we did pretty well. It's kind of just throwing in the deep end. When I mean, we had some interviews about games we didn't even know about until we got there. Who were the Who were the other three people then? Um, I went by myself from the UK, right. and we had a guy who went from uh, Florida, right. and there were three guys from Canada. But how did you find them if you just started started the website up? Well, we kind of knew each other from beforehand because we we run GamingUnion.net as, as a centre of our. Uh, as the online activities so we have like smaller websites as well which are kind of fan websites right. which are run by people who like really Fans. love things yeah <laughs> so like we have one about Final Fantasy one about Kingdom Hearts one about Tales okay. so we've kind of got to know people through through that uh, medium and like uh, the guy in Canada t- he just took some of his friends along we were really into games right and, and, and so it's a, it's a full time job now is it yeah so it's, it's, it's paying its way kind of do you know, like so, and so, do you see yourself in a few years' time as being bigger than Eurogamer? Maybe not a few years, right. ten years, twenty. You've got to aim in the distance. So, so you were just taken down. Years. Just taken down. So you were easy. You need to calm down. <laughs> you take one story from somewhere other than Eurogamer, and you get cocky. <laughs> so you were editor. Well, so, and now you're editor in chief. I just started as editor in chief. You started. Well, I founded the yeah. website, so it would make exactly. sense. If, okay. Okay, I, sorry. From a conversation we had pre-show, I thought that originally you were editor. Uh, I thought you must have given yourself a promotion, which must have been <laughs> complex negotiation. <laughs> well, I do perform various roles. I also code the website as well. Right, so. okay. So you're the webmaster. Yes. Blimey. Webmaster-in-chief, Does next. More than us. So what, so what, I mean, it, it's, it's, I thought you probably couldn't launch, successfully launch a new games website in this day and age, right? Because they're all established people usually, you know, know where they're going, that sort of thing. What, obviously you don't want to do this because you don't want people to launch against you, but what, what sort of advice would you give to people that want to get into it? Um, start themselves. It's not impossible. So I think most people think that they, it can, can't be done. 
or they just don't um they don't put, want to put the effort in either i mean you have to dedicate a lot of time to what you do i mean throughout october november december i think i played through about 40 or 50 games right which is just well it's like a game a day that's more than, than yeah. even Anne. So I couldn't really have a full-time job as you well see, as what, doing it. Here's my advice to you. One Life Left In Scared, very clever review policy yeah. before we launched, yeah. which means we just don't get bogged down in that kind of, uh, That's right. that it kind also, of nonsense. It also means that we're not being sent Bioshock 2. <laughs> <laughs> and this is true. They won't send us Bioshock 2 because we'll give it 7 out of 10. Well, how do they know? Exactly. They're obviously not confident <laughs> enough in their products. Exactly. So you can always change. You heard it there yeah, first. Well, we won't change for them now. No, they're going to get. Screw they're going to get a kicking. Yeah, we won't be on the front of their box. Yeah, <laughs> but but that's because we're not sellouts, not exactly. dirty sellouts. Yeah. Um, we're going to play Derek now. Are we talking to sellouts? And then we're going to go straight back with the letters section. Sorry, did I? Have I framed that too hard? You framed it too hard. <laughs> See, I think that. Nah, yeah, Soften I, your frame. Let's have a chat about this off air. I was thinking recently about how the younger generation of gamers are never likely to experience the same level of imagination you could invest in a game back in the 8-bit days. I mean the very early 8-bit days. No one dare take a risk of more symbolic graphics now, but of course back then there was no option. Something with any less than realistic graphics tanks at retail and stays on the shelf forever, so those halcyon days are lost forever and there's really no use moaning about it, so instead I'll go all dewy-eyed and nostalgic over it. Scar is an interesting example for me of a game which inspired far greater things that are inherent within the game. Despite all your team being identical, just something about their names and their inventory seemed to inspire characteristics for them, at least in my mind. To me it was obvious there was something going on between Leader Crenon and Elaine Priya, or however they say her name, though they tried to deny it. Jill and Jerry were definitely a couple, no one liked Jasper Prune, Kurt Levine was a show-off, and Zirakame had a thing for Crenon as well, though he wasn't interested. Williams there trying on a new style. What did that remind you of, Simon? Uh, it reminded me of uh, a song by who was it? Arab Strap. It reminded me. A, a, by, a, what did it remind you of, Anne? Arab Strap. Reminded me of the old days. Of uh, Big Mouth Strikes Again. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The I agree. Time for the letters. <laughs> Letters. We had loads of letters this week. Thank you very much for sending them in. Why do we have loads of letters this week? Been whipping them up, haven't we? It's because everyone is Twitter, still fearful of you. They'll <laughs> <laughs> think you're on edge. We genuinely, yeah, no, we've we've uh, we've had Simon, to cherry it's pick. It's because you offered a prize. That's true. <laughs> Daryl, uh, you can pick the best letter this week out of the ones we're reading out, Ooh. and the winner gets Halo on PlayStation Three, courtesy of uh, Warner. Nice. Thank you, Warner. Who's thank starting? You. Who, who do you want um, to start? I'll go first. So, uh, okay. yes, thank you very much. Uh, we put out a few uh, 
prompts over Twitter. I can't remember what they were. Uh, we wanted to bring down the bike show. That was one of them because uh, if you fo- if you also follow the bike show, which is uh, another. It's show the show that comes before us on Resonance yeah. FM, which is fabulous. Well, you say that. No, um, it's, it's definitely better than he's us. He's getting on my wick a bit. He's the face of Resonance. Oh. You should... He, you know, he's the face of the radio show. Mm. Uh, and he's got three things off Resonance this week, so we wanted to bring him down a peg or two. Because Daryl was coming on, we asked you if you'd uh, start your own website. We thought Jonathan Smith was coming on, didn't we? We did. Uh, he is coming on next week. Uh, so maybe he'll have to respond to the what's the best thing about Jonathan Smith if we have any of those and, and some others uh, Graham Odds says D- dear team OLL regarding Jack from the bike show you could join forces with him and form a game centric bike gang called the paper boys and girl you could strap the S's to the handlebars to play games on the move put PS3 game disc in your spokes to make it sound like you're riding a motorbike and all sorts ultimately Jack could be removed in inverted commas, due to a tragic accident in inverted, in inverted commas during a territorial dispute with a rival bike gang. See GTA for inspiration. Uh, I hope that helps, uh, Graham. It does, yeah. It does oh, help. Thanks, it Graham. Thanks. Join forces, then kill him. Anne. Uh, hello, team and super special guest. I think Anne's new catchphrase is a sly chat-up line to all those Japanese otaku that I'm sure listen to OLL. As I'm sure Anne knows, uh, the Japanese phrase Denwa Bango Wanan Ban Deska translates to What is your phone number? It's pretty obvious that by repeating <laughs> part of the phrase, Anne is asking for the Japanese listeners' phone numbers, therefore keeping them tuned in. Honestly, she's just as bad as those girls in Sailor Moon outfits in Akihabara who lift up their skirts to get men to follow them. Cheerio, Ben. Anne, shameless hussy. Well, I do want the phone numbers, but... Um, <laughs> For uh, marketing purposes. Ah, okay. Yeah. You are dedicated. Feedback. Yeah, exactly. Bango. Very good. Daryl, do you have a letter for us? Um, Hello, team and super special guests. Seeing this is the first time I've addressed you in all of 2010, Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's from uh, David Whitelaw, by the way. It's not too late to say Happy New Year, is it? Of course it's not. Okay. It will be next week. Yeah. It says, during the news section last week, as you were happily bantering away, I heard Simon, maybe Steve, was only half listening. Say, <laughs> smack down to all of us. Only half listening to the news can't tell you to apart. That was very, very good for a, a diss, wasn't it? Wasn't That's it? Five, five words, was it? Simon, yeah. maybe Steve. <laughs> only half, six words. Very but good. apparently, one of you two said, for real. That'd be Steve. Steve. That's that just bound to be Steve. Can't you tell? And um, <laughs> definitely, he, he was wondering if if we can expect to hear more street lingo on One Life Left in coming weeks, or perhaps a guide on how how to, how to remain down with the kids. Well, Steve, I think, um, does act and dress a little uh, younger than he <laughs> is. Did you notice when we were upstairs earlier, you can see Steve's pants? Oh, not <laughs> his, his jeans are too low again. Look on, the, on the bright side, no! they, they match bright. my shirt. So, you could learn a thing or two from that, Anne. <laughs> Um, before we just get to the final letter, uh, Steve Owen uh, wrote in to update us. Uh, Dear beautiful Anne, handsome Simon, and Steve. Uh, just thought I'd keep you up to date on how I'm coming along with Half-Life 2. I've still not quite finished it. He did that joke when he was on here. No, it's not he, clever. But he's writing in because he's writing to update us on where he is on his game. I'm talking about the the bit where he's mean to me. He's looking forward to playing something brand new like FIFA 2008 okay. next. Um, he says he expects that this means he's got the week's best letter. <laughs> So, uh, instead of Halo on DVD, can you have a PlayStation 3, please? Cheers. Steve! Thanks, Steve. Well, I say thanks. It's my favourite listener joke, that one. (laughs) (laughs) This one's from Steve Bromley. 
Hi team, started my own website. I did. Much like Kieran Gillen, I outsourced being funny and hired cheap foreign people to write stories based on titles I thought of. I.e., what if Cher really did turn back time and ended up in World War One, Or, the diaries of Hitler when he was trying to get into art school. Or, what happens to the clowns after the nuclear apocalypse? Why am I not Google? Turns out people took the assignments very seriously. Wasn't funny at all. <laughs> the first, the first one sounds like Darkest of Days. Right? It does, does, yeah. it does, it does. Uh, he goes on to add that if he wins, he'd like Halo Legends on PS3. Is that Blu-ray? Suppose they are interchangeable. Actually, he doesn't mention which one he wants, so... Right, so... Well, see, Daryl, uh, you get to award Week's Best Letter. I think Anne's letter was the best. Yes. Really? Who's that from? Uh, that was from Ben. Ben, uh, the Bango letter, uh, email us your address and preferred format for Halo Legends and we'll get it sent to you when it's released. Uh, if you want to send us a letter next week, first of all, check the Twitter because Simon will be posting letter topics on there. Yeah, although you don't have to stick to them. No, you can send us letters about the anything. Anything. Card entry, Hopefully, preferably to do with video games. There's more chance of yeah. it re- being read out if it's to do with video games. I don't know. But if it's funny enough, anything will go. So just send letters to team That address again. Team It's time for Dr. Avatar. Dr. Avatar beginning dictation for patient Phoenix, Marcus. Mr. Phoenix arrived in the emergency room at 1300 hours, complaining of high blood pressure and progressive bone frailty. My first inclination was a deleterious lifestyle, wherein the patient is known to repeatedly and forcefully charge into walls and barriers. This strain would invariably lead to taxation of the bodily resources. Removing his bandana, however, the patient revealed premature balding. Following further testing, Mr. Phoenix was revealed to be nearly infertile. Though the patient refuses to admit the extent of the problem, I am forced to conclude that he is heavily abusing anabolic steroids. This may potentially be corroborated anecdotally, in that it took five nursing attendants to hoist the patient into the machine for his bone density test. The patient insists that his career, and indeed his aesthetic appeal, are contingent upon the continued use of steroids. I have cautioned the patient about his uptake rate, but I fear that appearance in a sequel may well result in a dangerous risk to his life. Ending dictation for patient Phoenix, Marcus. Thanks, Dr. Avatar. That was good. It was excellent, as usual. Maybe we'll have another one of him... Before the end of the season, another of one of him. Yeah, that was <laughs> grammatically incorrect, wasn't it? Maybe we could sub your words and send them back to you. Steve's just written on uh, Steve Steve Bromley's letter. He's um he's corrected it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll take a picture of it. We'll stick it on the website. Steve, you'll be uh, grateful, I'm sure, to Steve's grammatical uh, uh, hints and tips. He spelt Kieran wrong, and the only person who's allowed to spell Kieran Gillen's <laughs> name wrong is Kieran Gillen, which he does regularly. So. We we had a feature now that you we were you were going to no, do we were, you were going to lead. Don't frame it. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I was just I was asking you whether you uh, did you notice it? Uh, you're a gamer of um, started doing a podcast. 
I did notice that. And they didn't talk... <laughs> Sorry, that was me being angry with it. Yeah. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't talk to us about it, did they? No, just all of a sudden, yeah. on a Tuesday as well, right, Tuesday morning, which is the day that we podcast, right? Mm. We're going to have to get ours up earlier, or make yeah. sure it goes up This has turned into an arms race now. Yeah. <laughs> um, of, of course, we are podcasting ours live over Residence FM at the moment, so yes. you know, that makes us more contemporary. But I'm and I noticed, uh, I noticed Jack... Uh, Thurston from the bike show citing Resonance's listenership of 150,000. Yeah, in your Is it? Face. I said 400,000 earlier, earlier this week when I was trying to get a review, uh, a review copy of Bioshock 2. <laughs> <laughs> and how did that work out? It's all for it. <laughs> pretty terribly. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, have you listened to it, Anne? <laughs> I don't listen to our show. Uh, I, I just, I just thought maybe you'd listen to it and try and crib some bits from it. No, because um, as we all know, we uh, have won awards for this. We Probably actually don't, don't need, need to tips. prove anything to anyone Probably anymore. Don't need any uh, Daryl, have you listened to the Eurogamer podcast yet? I haven't. Ah. So uh, we we could extrapolate their exactly. <laughs> their listener figures, couldn't we, we based could, on yes. this uh, small sample? But we do love them. Well, of course we do. But, um, I mean, it's a difficult thing to do, and it's a difficult thing for them to do as well, because... Uh, are you patronising them? <laughs> you know, are you patronising their fingers and not with their mouths. Yeah, um, the professional so, website know, that got, we've ripped off got, for 120 episodes. They've got great faces for radio, etc. Um, yeah. No, but I, was, I thought what we could do is use what they're doing to make ourselves better. Okay. That's a good idea. Because um, their readers, who are loyal... Um, and constructive and all of that sort of stuff <laughs> and left, left a few little a few comments on their website did they mm. you see this is the advantage that we had not and so I yeah. thought well, we read them mm. and do them okay and then the Eurogamer listeners will like us you know we've only, Brilliant. Got, we've only got 20 minutes left of this show but <laughs> it's going to be the best 20 minutes yet okay. another two episodes after this right oh, yeah. that, um X201 said, uh, yeah. please keep it sensible and just be yourselves. Don't repeat the mistake of other podcasts by deliberately trying to be funny or wacky. Oh, sorry. Have a listen to the GameSpot UK podcast and use that as a base. Oh, okay. Practical <laughs> advice. I went on the GameSpot to find out this sort of stuff, didn't I? How did that work out? You didn't come back with that kind of intelligence. No, no, yeah, I'm spying. Um, here we go. Foghart says, um, he, he posts on the internet and he, he asked himself a question. What's what's the optimum length of a podcast? Interesting. He says, I reckon... Foghart is a very austere name, isn't it? I imagine he's he's probably wearing armour. <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably delivering this from a mist-covered hill. Right, Sword okay. in the air. What's the optimum length of a podcast? Deeper voice. <laughs> what's the optimum <laughs> length of a podcast, I hear you ask? Um... I reckon 40 minutes. In other words, slightly longer than an average commute or a lunch break. <laughs> In case you didn't know what 40 minutes was. Um, how many people should be... How many people should be involved? I think two people. A stone and a balloon. Uh, Foghart goes on. This, this, you might have learnt this in your radio uh, yeah. degree course, right? Do you, do you know what a stone and a balloon is? Or is that a different sort of documentary? No, I think it's a metaphor. I don't yeah. think he's... I think okay, it, what do you think? Again, you need to be... One. Simon, you need to be more... Straight You're man. being a bit sort of boisterous when you read this out, but he's more wise, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like... What does the stone do? It's a stone. A stone. What does the stone do? A stone, a stone weighs the... You know, gives weight to the podcast. A balloon gives the light and floatiness. Okay, so interesting. Oh, wow, yeah. um, he says the stone keeps thing on, things on track, yep. ignoring that there's a word for such a thing, which is a wheel. <laughs> 
Um, and, and the balloon stops it all feeling too controlled. Um, he specifies that you need something to not feel, make it too controlled. I think I'm the stone, and I think you're the balloon. Plus a guest and I don't know what that means, Anne is. No. It's the sponge. Uh, plus a guest who lasts ten minutes or so. Uh, must include... Must include reading out of emails! We've um, done that. He says... This sounds... I think... Yeah, I think we've, co- um, we've covered someone, that. I really liked... <laughs> where was it? Oh, um... Someone commented and then commented back and says, finish listening to it all now. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, that's a typical internet user, isn't it? We comment on it before listening to it. Um, And somebody also said, no scanters, no listen. Brilliant. Really? Right, so uh, we're going to take those Eurogamer tips on board and uh, next week. Oh, good luck to Eurogamer, though. Good luck to them. You're going to need it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is Stephen Poole. That's like your your special move. That's uh, Stephen Poole's musical alter ego, and this is a song called Karaoke Planet, which he sent to us. It's a One Life Left exclusive. exclusive. I didn't know exclusive. Stephen Poole made music. God, is there anything he can't do? No. Annoyingly, no. <laughs> um, obviously, you can find Stephen's excellent website, stephenpool.net or unspeak.net. Um, do you have anything to add? No. I wasn't really listening, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was still reading you don't the, need to listen, just read. I was reading the Eurogamer um, comments still. Didn't so, find uh, any more nuggets. We, yeah, <laughs> did you, do you know no more advice on uh, making a better podcast? I would give it 7 out of 10, say someone else. Oh. Oh. Okay, um, so we're going to do reviews now? Is that, is that the yes, plan? I, yes, well, what happens in the reviews? Is that when we talk about what games we've played and well, we we'll, review them? Well, it? let's find out, okay. shall we? What do you want to do in this section? So, should we just play it by ear? We don't want to frame this, frame this too much. I don't think I've, um, I've played anything this week. I played that horrible Tetris game you, you linked to over Twitter. Oh, it made me feel sick. It made me feel... Did it? Did you do the same thing as me? Which is, I played it. This is this is a... Uh, first person first, Tetris. First person Tetris.com. I, I stuck it on. Um, I received it from uh, Goz, from Simon Parkin. Right. And I thought... And he'd said, played it for 20 seconds and felt sick. And I put it on and thought... 
Well, I get why this would make it. You're exaggerating a bit. Yeah. yeah. Played it for three minutes and had to go home early. I felt <laughs> really, really, really Ill. is horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. You you think you're all brave and you think that you can handle it, but by the end of it, I mean, it, it genuinely, literally leaves you feeling sick mm. after. I think. And now, I mean, I, I was concentrating on trying to beat your score first of all. So, um, but did I put a score? Yeah, you did. You said I got to 16 lines or something like that. Uh, I don't think I did. Oh, uh, you did. No, I, I don't think I did. Seven out of ten. Um, I played uh, Vancouver 2010, Sega's, what? yeah. What? Basically, um, so before Christmas I played uh, Mario and Sonic's Winter Olympics by Sega. Mm-hmm. And this is Mario and Sonic's Winter Olympics by Sega without Mario and Sonic. Oh. Uh, only it's on Xbox instead of Wii. So Interesting you've got twist. A it real is. remote to play with. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, Do they, but presumably to uh, save money in the conversion, they still have like a fat Italian taking part in the luge and stuff like that, do they? Yeah, um, they've just changed the faces really, yeah. the outfits are still the same. Right, good. Because it's winter. <laughs> Can't tell. Um, yeah, it's alright, you go down things mostly, um, and there's some challenges as well. How does that going down um, things compare to going around things? Cause, no, because that's the ice skating. Obviously, yeah, yeah, speed yeah, speed skating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mostly the snow ones are going down. Right. Uh, okay, um, which is hard. I think I would have thought it's easier. Well, no, you, you've got to control your speed and everything, and I'm not very good with controlling. Right. So, um, yeah, but you know, it's pretty much a, a Winter Olympics game. Score seven out of ten. Excellent, Daryl. What have you been playing? I've been playing Bayonetta this week. It's supposed to be good, isn't it? It is. It's. Um, I mean, if you think about Devil May Cry and then you replace the main character with a female, right? That's 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 what it is, is yeah. it? Yeah. That's, uh, so that's a few. So Devil Devil May Cry over nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Does that work? Yeah. I'm, I'm basically saying girls cry, cry over nothing because yeah, exactly. they're sensitive. Yeah. Um, You're I, sensitive, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, Cry, don't yeah. you? Oh, um, it's supposed to be quite difficult, is it? It is quite difficult. I died numerous times on normal difficulty, and then there are two after that. Really? You, the last one's called Non-Stop Instant Climax Difficulty. Sounds a bit sexy. Mm. <laughs> I still can't get off the first level of Pixel Junk Monsters. Still. Really? Just saying. Uh, but it's 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 better than uh, Devil May Cry, is it? Um, well, obviously, it's got a women in it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it, it, well, it's hey, made by him, so he's, he's, he's not going to make a worse game than he's made before. That's mm. true, in theory. Um, I do worry about this whole, this whole. Oh yeah, it's got a woman and she's inappropriately sexy or crazily sexy. She's sometimes got really ten out of ten, hair. like thing, which yeah. sometimes disappears. Oh, right. yeah, that does. Happen. Does it? Yeah. Well, you know, she, she does change. powerful moves. The, the more powerful the move, the less she does, wears. Does that mean people right. without any hair are powerful? Is that the opposite Samson. of Samson? Yeah. Mm. You should have chemotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> what score are you going to give it? Um, I don't know. I, I gave it eight. What? But, but <laughs> I think that's a little what high. Happens? Yeah, what happens now? I think it's a little high. Uh, I, don't give... think, I, don't, I don't think that'll wash within our... Uh, yeah. Basically... Give it another score. Give it another score. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I might give it seven. Right, thanks. Very after, much. after oh, consideration. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I understand. This is Sit your first time on One Life Left. <laughs> Got a bit excited. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We've all done it. <laughs> We've all done it. <laughs> Steve. Uh, right. Uh, I, I was uh, playing Topper Toy 
on PSN. The reason I played that is because uh, I got bored and wanted to spend money on something because that alleviates boredom, the thrill of consumerism for but a few seconds. Uh, and I went, through, in Soho. Uh, I went through. <laughs> I went through PSN and tried to find something that I hadn't bought. And Top Toy was described something that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, I've, descri- I've, I've heard of it. Right. Okay. I played it yeah. as really? well. Wow. Yeah, it was described as uh, like basically spin dizzy. It sounded like spin dizzy. Okay. Um, and because it was below five quid, I will buy anything below five quid without ri- without investigating it. If it's six quid, I'll probably play the demo. But Top of Toy was, I think, four quid or something. How, how much do you earn? Uh, more than five quid. Do you? Um, so, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, Hello. Yeah. This, this is why... <laughs> That's why you can afford to have such lavish spending habits. Yeah, you should have uh, talked to Richard about a uh, pay increase, yeah. not a pay decrease. So yeah, I bought it and uh, really regretted it. Like it's very weak. Right. Uh, it's the it's it's a, a sludgy control system, a platform game, which is crippled by this uh, spin dizzy thing. Rather than you know having that, you know when you ever played spin dizzy, the spinning top, guiding it through an environment thing, it felt sort of kinetic and exciting and using momentum. Here it just feels like a chore, and you're going through this world, this story world, which is just the least imaginative thing I've. I've played in video games since, I don't know, the PlayStation 1 days. Really disappointing. The arcade levels, which are abstracted into this sort of shiny virtual space, are a little bit better, but the control system is still really, really, really yeah, I bad. I found the arcades, like, two-player modes and stuff are a bit better. But They're better. But it's still just, it was just a disappointment. Like, uh, it was just, you know, pretty poor platforming. When, uh, when did this game come out? I don't uh, know. Last, middle of last year. Yeah. <laughs> 7 out of 10. Also played Elephant Do you think briefly. that, no, it, but so by the sound of it, no, no one liked it, very, therefore very few people bought it. What do you think the developer thought had happened this week when there was a little blip? <laughs> Ka-ching! Well, I think they're, I think they're planning to, to expand upon it. Really? really? Yeah, this really? is just the first part. Shouldn't bother, according to Steve. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. If you, if you uh, tighten up the graphics and uh, change the control system, maybe it could be fun, but I... I I was really, really disappointed from something that I was excited about purely on the description. Played Elefunk, uh, found it too hard and difficult, didn't buy it, played the demo, because uh, it was over five quid. And uh, that concludes my gaming for this week. It doesn't quite, does it? Seven out of ten. Thank you. So what have you been playing this week, Talia? <gasps> my boyfriend. It's a game, don't worry. <gasps> right, what sort of game? Is it like Doctors and Nurses? No. Listen to okay, them. is it like Fred and Rose West? What? What sort of game is it? Oh, now I get it. Be clear. Okay, um, like, it's the type of game, say if you're three years old, you don't want to play yet. Right, what if you're four? Yeah, that's okay. If okay, you so know four y- about boyfriends and girlfriends. Right, but this one's specifically called My Boyfriend? Yeah, because... So, so who's it aimed at? Um, this you can be you choose a girl that you want to be, and so you can only be girls. Yeah. So only girls can have boyfriends. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, carry on. Um, and can boys not have boyfriends? I don't think it's right. Okay. So um, well, you so have you met Steve Curran, who presents the radio show? No. Okay. So you haven't met his boyfriend. What are the graphics like? Um, they're okay. What, um, what, what do you have to do in it? Is it, is it teaching girls how to 
have boyfriends? No. What, what you do is you have to earn loads of money and you have to, like, um, speak to the boy and I haven't got so far in it, but I'm try trying to get through most of the levels, but I'm... Is it a platform game? Huh? When you have to speak to the boys, does it um, offer you choices of what to say to them? Yes. Do almost all of them make no sense when you go back later and analyse them? Uh, Does it also comprise questions that might say, oh, do you think I look nice in this dress, that if you were to answer honestly as a boy, um, would then cause a two-day argument? Um... What's the... How do you complete the game? Uh... Is it by having more than one boyfriend? Is it by... Is it, does it all by upgrading to my husband? Mm, don't know. I have not... I haven't got so far. I've tried. What score are you going to give it? 7 out of 10, because I have to. Sorry. If you're listening. <laughs> Which, by definition, you are. <laughs> well, the holiday is over. For me, it was rather the opposite of a holiday, with plenty of overtime and stress. But we're back to normal, and I've got a bit of spare time again. So here we are, with the winter blues, but the day is full of possibilities. Maybe take the dog for a walk, or get some housework done. OK, I'm sat down at the computer. That's fine. I've got a stack of video games that are filling up my hard drive, and I really ought to get some completed. Oh, right, OK, I've connected to the internet instead. Right, I could answer some correspondence, catch up with the latest news, or... Right, I seem to have gone to Wikipedia. It's not really what I want to be doing today, but perhaps I could write a new article or improve an older one. A bit of creativity to get me pumped up for the day. Right, what am I doing? Recent changes, new pages... UK Racquetball, the definitive online site for racquetball information. Unnotable, delete. Salem Productions, hmm... Cut some pasted text, copyright violation, delete. Yeah, delete that one as well. Uh, delete this too. Right, this is going to take me all day. Uh, delete that. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm Duncan Timoney, and this has been Week of Wiki Wah Wah. <laughs> oh, God. Week of Wiki Wah Wah is back. That's it now for the Happy New Year's, everyone. That's the last That's Happy New Year. Yeah? Now, are, are we agreed? For the, for the rest of the year, have a bad New Year. You're going to call it, Simon. It's five to yeah, that's five it to now. eight. That's it. Now we're done. Five to eight on January the eighteenth. Eighteenth. Yeah, I think that's long enough. Okay, that's good. Uh, so before that, Talia, I noticed uh, you were being you, you didn't challenge any of her statements. No, I didn't. You seem no. to have an agenda of your own, rather than. <laughs> Doesn't sound like me. Rather than. Uh, okay, I sounded a bit harsh, didn't I? My boyfriend. That you shouldn't be making video games based on that. Shouldn't you? No. You're allowed to make, make make video games based on killing people, mm. but not having boyfriends. No. Okay. <laughs> no, because um, they're what they're rated over eighteen, right? Which is what love should be, because it's so damaging. Not over sixteen. <laughs> well, there was of course a story about the guy in Asia who married a character from a game. Yeah, did he? Did he mm. though? Did he? Is that legal? How are they getting on? I, I don't know. That woman married a married the Berlin Wall. <laughs> She did. <laughs> did she though? How did she cope when it kind of got? Yeah, when it got she was old, she was totally was. upset. Really? When it when it got knocked down? Yeah, right. yeah that's that's true. There's a, there's a there's a word for this. Idiot. I don't know what it is. Attention seekers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, and also the other thing I was going to say it's Tali's birthday recently, mm, wasn't it? Yeah, she was nine. She was nine. nine. I know. Do we have to sack her? Do now? We do, I'm, yeah. I'm wondering because it's getting on a bit, isn't it? Really? What? Too old? Nine. Yeah. At some point, she's just going to become 
a, a just person. A, yeah, just a grumpy hack, a bored isn't she? Yeah. girl that you're hassling. <laughs> Again. Stick her on the list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're approaching the end of this show. Uh, one Life Left is a radio show about video games, which you've been listening to for the last hour. Sorry. And this is our... What's the word for a penultimate before penultimate show? Um, there is a... There's a, there's a pre, there is a, pre-penultimate. Some word yeah. for that. If you can fill in any of the words that I've missed out today, um, please email... Team at onelifeleft.com. Daryl, have you had a good time? I have, yeah. So, uh, obviously, we should go and visit your website, uh, which nice. is at... Gamingunion.net. And what sort of stuff can we expect... What's what's coming up? Um, more reviews right. of games. Okay, seven out of tens. Yes. Yeah, good. And we're actually going to be putting up an article about immersion in gaming soon. Seven out of ten, perhaps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not emulsion in gaming. No, no, that, uh, that wouldn't be pleasant. And you, you still do your own podcasts and stuff, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Uh, where can we find those? On iTunes, if you type for Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts, they're the main one we do. So, are you, you going to be deconstructing the Leona Lewis video? We, we talked about it on our last podcast, which was released today, in fact. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Released on a Monday. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we're going to have to, side, we're to we? invent a new day, aren't we, to release are, our... Yes. Daryl, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you pleasure. on. Good luck with everything. You yeah, and, and, and we'll we should say oh, genuine... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good, good luck with it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we should also say uh, genuinely good luck to Eurogamer uh, with yes, their podcast. Yes, we're only playing. We're only messing. Yeah. And yeah. if you want us messing. to come on as a guest... Yeah. If you want oh, all yeah. of us to come on as one guest... <laughs> let's do it without telling them. What is to crash? Up? Yeah, let's yes. crash. If any of you can find out where you're a gamer <laughs> having their podcast, we will genuinely gate crash. We will absolutely we will do that. Uh, do so it. just email us, make an anonymous email address, and uh, and tell us. Cool. Uh, we're we're going to have to go because our uh, engineer has just come in the studio and okay. she's making a motion, making eyes at us, making a motion that um, is that drawing the is, drawing the line off. across your yeah. throat thing and the stabby off. thing. Uh, next week uh, we've got Tom from the Telegraph and Jonathan Smith in the studio. Jonathan Smith, no. two guests. What are we going to do? Uh, we'll do a radio show. We'll try and make it better than this one. Uh, thank you so much for listening to us and putting up with us for the last hour. We will be back next week. Thanks. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>